0: Of and on, on What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh.
1: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah.
0: It's such a bizarre
1: yeah. I apologize for that. All right, go. Go. All the birds are drones. All <laughs> the birds <laughs> are drones. <laughs> and the battery's low. The <laughs> battery's low. Anyway. This is Ed McMahon. And now he is Armstrong, Armstrong. and
0: Getty, Getty, Getty.
1: i got to tell you, I'm fired up about something. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while this happens. I was doing the show in my truck as I drove here. Oh, my. To an audience of no one. Oh, I will sit back and enjoy. Having listened to an interview. Just... Ah. Let's get fired up. We are fired up. Can you get any more cynical? What happens when you reach peak cynical? (laughs) Live from Studio C. Oh, seizing your dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Tim Scott, Center, South Carolina. Eloquent, smart, wise. The sort of leadership we need during these troubled times. I'll um, play you some of his uh, recent screeds. You'll love them. <laughs> is today, Little Friday, his in? indeed? Well, this is weird. All these emails printed out with, like, five-point font. I'm an older man. I can't read this. Hanson, look into this. Back to you. Yeah, okay. So I did a little research to uh, verify what I assumed was true. Uh. Fitting in with my rant that I was doing in the truck. Unfortunately, it's one of those topics that I know most people are sick of. And as soon as I start to say the words, they'll uh, think, oh, this again and put on a CD, ah. um, which is part of the problem. So FBI Director Ray was interviewed by Bret Baier on Fox yesterday. And uh, Bret Baier on Fox is one of the best interviewers in uh, the world. Mm hmm. And they, get, they go through a bunch of topics, uh, and then they finally get to the whole FISA warrant, faking up information, to leaving out information, uh, the the texts, all the stuff we know about the Russian investigation, right? Violating people's rights. And what happens? Director Ray says, "Well, let me just start by saying that is all unacceptable. Should never happen, and will never happen in the future. I wasn't here at the time." and all those people are now gone and and that's I guess how it ends i right. guess that's how it ends right in the united states of america not russia not central america not africa not some of these crazy countries that are barely democracies in any way in the united states of america the fbi spied on an incoming president just because they didn't like him, and it ends with an interview on Fox of the guy saying, that's unacceptable. It should never happen. And I just searched the New York Times and the Washington Post. Zero about that. Yeah, Zero. Nobody even mentioning it. It doesn't even make a blip on the radar. Now, if you follow the news like over the weekend, I won't even get into the story, but there's something with uh, Attorney General Barr did this or that, and that's Hours of cable news pundits going on and on and on about the 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 uh, the president that believes he 's above the law and how the Justice Department is completely off the rails and we 've never had this kind of crisis in our country 's history with what 's going on at bar stuff that it would take me an hour to explain what 's happening, and you oh, yeah. still wouldn 't understand why it matters to you, but something as simple. As the FBI spied on a president because they don't like him, it's very simple to understand, actually happened, admitted by the FBI director yesterday, doesn't even make the Washington Post. Doesn't even make the New York Times. Nobody's interested in that whatsoever. Right. Now, why right. would you not be super cynical about all of this crap?
0: I think if, if you not that's you're way a it fool can work. if that's the way it can work and yeah. by
1: the way the idea that I'm going to now go back to thinking the FBI is full of upstanding people that would never spy on a US citizen just because they want to and they got caught because it was a freaking president how often does that happen just for anybody else Right. Eh, he looks a little sketchy uh, fake up a FISA or or whatever kind of warrant we have to get for a regular person and uh, and listen to their phone calls read their emails well, my favorite God, part of that. so freaking maddening, and nobody cares. My favorite part of it is that uh, Brett Baer asked him specifically: you know, will anybody be held accountable? Or are there any repercussions for this? And uh, director Ray, whose jib I like to cut off mostly. He made it clear, well, you know, they're gone now, and we've uh, we got were good resigned people were now. Retired. they resigned, and so on. You know, violating the Constitution, people's rights, the law, specifically when you're in a position of immense power and trust, uh, they're doing something else for a living now, so it's okay. You try that at work, friends. You try that. Violate this nation's accounting laws, you will find yourself fined or behind bars. But how much... Violate the Constitution, you will find yourself reassigned or allowed to retire. The complicated, again, it would take me a half hour to explain it to you, maneuver yesterday by yet another judge in the Flynn case or whatever. Topic of conversation, the lead story on Brian Williams on MSNBC last night, because it's another example of our Justice Department run rogue. How about the the example of... The FBI spying on a president just because they want to, faking up warrants, faking up warrants. I mean, that's that's third world banana dictatorship sort of crap. Yep, and nobody cares. The FBI it's director can just say, "Doesn't okay. help the narrative." It's unacceptable. Should never happen. So none of that stuff should ever happen in the United States of America. It right. did, and nobody cares. Nope. And years of it's stories, a conspiracy theory Foisted it's by just, Republicans. I, I, my head's going to pop off. I'll never be able to explain to people when I'm like an 80-year-old man what, what two and a half years of everybody acting like we had a Russian mole in the White House. Right. And then it fizzled into completely nothing, completely nothing, and it was funny from the beginning, and everybody knew it, and nothing, and th- there, was, there was no reaction. No. It's wild. So why would I believe anything going forward? Why would I take anything seriously? Well, the only good news is you'll never make a T, your head'll explode that's long just, before that. I under um, I, I remember when I was really young and and I'd hear boomers who at the time were thirty five. So okay, I'm nineteen boom, and the boomers are thirty five. Right. And they'd be talking about the government did this or that or whatever during Vietnam and I'd just think, okay, boomer, I've I've never read this in any book, so whatever fantasy thing you've got. Well that's because <laughs> that's because this stuff doesn't get reported. It's a right. minor paragraph somewhere. And then it never goes. Well, it, just, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't catch on for some reason. Well, the Democrats run the media. So if it goes against the narrative, it is not uh, written about. It's not broadcast. It's not heard. It's not learned. Uh, to me, the, the whole Russia thing officially ended yesterday with the FBI director saying, it's unacceptable. It should never happen. I take responsibility. And I that's, wasn't here at the time. I, but wasn't, the, I wasn't here. There's other people. Those people are no longer around, and, so don't worry about it. And that's how that whole thing yep. ends. Yep. Probably. Depends. If Trump gets wow. reelected, uh, the, the, the hearings could continue. And by, Who and, knows? And by the way, if there are riots in the streets when Trump loses or whatever, that's going to be a lot of people that think, you know, they were paying attention to all this crap. And they're very cynical about everything. And why wouldn't they be? Right. You get lied to all the time. Yeah. And the, and the media that's supposed to you know keep an eye on them, supposed to you know uh, uh, afflict the powerful, um, they don't care. They just don't even care. No. Liberals. Liberals don't care that the FBI is spying on people without a warrant. Right. Liberals. No. How has how that ever happened? In a parallel universe, the Democrat won the election. And the the FBI did exactly the same thing to them, and it is nonstop coverage 24 hours a day. News stations are canceling their advertising so they can just go round the clock covering the horrible malfeasance of the FBI in that parallel universe, but not in this one. Interesting. Anyway, I promise to shut up about it until I mention it again later in the show for those of you who didn't hear it. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: I'm doing good. I keep seeing uh, footage of people, you know, shooting off fireworks late at night in some of these uh, cities and stuff like that. And I keep some of these people are basically
1: shooting the fireworks at each other. And I keep thinking this is illegal. This is horrifying, and it sure looks like fun.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I know. Ah, oh, so a uh, San Antonian sent us a, a, a video, a news video from San Antonio, and it was the official fireworks show going off. And then the unofficial fireworks shows, just by people who had like shoot-up-in-the-sky fireworks, and they dwarfed the official show. Oh, really? It covered the city. Wow. The fire department had set up a fireworks hotline. They got 2,000-some calls last 4th of July. I'll have to show you the video. It is astounding. It covers the entire city. There are fireworks going off in the sky absolutely everywhere. Hilarious. Way to go, San Andone. But the hot dog eating contest is going to happen, right, on 4th of July uh-huh. on ESPN2? Yes. And we'll get to see that. Yes. Mm. Thank Thomas Jefferson probably and with, the Lord above. Probably with no crowd, though, right? Correct. And that's part of the uh, the excitement of it is the, the all those people that gather and scream and yell like crazy because Joey Chestnut eats 80 hot dogs. Are we going to be able to hear the guttural-slash-digestive noises of the thing more clearly? Wow. And does anybody want that? That could be pretty gross. Yeah. Plus, positive. they have
0: to wear masks, so it makes it really difficult <laughs> to keep yeah, no, on oh. oh. <laughs> There's Positive Sean. Whose smile lights up the room? How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, I am awash in plums at Chateau Relaxo. So uh <laughs> went over to a uh, family's house. They have uh, some fruit trees, and uh, the, the the plum tree has been very curious in, in most of my life uh, with this tree in that it will have about a week and a half, two weeks of just overwhelming production. And the, the, the time on the vine is not that long. And before you know it, they're just falling on the ground. And then the squirrels get it. And then it's, you know, it's just chaos back there. So you got you to get in while it's getting good but I'm going to be eating way more plums than probably okay. a, a human should eat over the next yeah, week Yeah, we have a half. bunch
1: of plum trees, and it is peak plum ripeness. Oh, yeah. And mm. my wife came in last night, and she said, oh, she leaned against the cow What's going on? She said, I ate too many plums. Oh, right. no. Uh, I probably ate ten. They're so, so good. Um, It'll affect your plumbing, <laughs> ironically, as well. <laughs> mm. We had a period over the weekend where everybody in the family was sick from eating plums and the dogs because they fall off the tree, and the dogs just eat plums. Oh, yeah. like, so <laughs> yeah. they're just laying around, ah. <laughs>
0: I just eat they're them good, right they're over they're the sink like I'm a raccoon or something, just dripping. It's just so
1: good. Oh, it's an interesting blah, 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 part of God's plan with fruit, though, man. The the period of time where it's perfect is very short. Well, and it's, it's right, exactly. You have a tree. It does nothing all year. Then all of a sudden, kerblewee. you got more than you could ever eat. They're delicious and And then two weeks great. later, you got nothing again. Except a giant mess to clean up. What is it with trees? Yeah. <laughs> they're lazy. <laughs> well, what's the deal with trees? <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to be Thursday, June the 25th. The year 2020, we're Armstrong and getting we approve of this program. Let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. I blame an elite political class
0: with billions of dollars to do whatever they want to do and look at the results
1: for the poorest, most vulnerable people in our nation. Tim Scott for president. Yeah, we'll play some more of uh, his, uh, some people called a rant, some people called a speech, but he, uh, he, really, he really made a lot of great points. Uh, yesterday. How's mailbag look? Oh, very nice. Uh, Some real wisdom there, Jack. Stay tuned for wisdom. Oh, awesome. And uh, we'll catch up on some other stuff. Uh, Is the Lincoln statue coming down in D.C. tonight? The mob declared that it would. Not while I'm able to draw breath. All on the way. Armstrong testing positive? Yeah, that's what I hear. Baseball players, too. Oh, boy. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, mailbag. Woo-hoo! You know, it's funny. We should uh, be playing that, that song into the segment, uh, Rush's Limelight, which is about fame. Um, it, it strikes me in scanning the email, which I actually enjoy uh, to some extent. We have... Uh, you folks provide insight, wisdom, humor... You're great eyes and ears for stuff we ought to be talking about. And then some of you are angry, petty, stupid. Um, not, 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 you know, present company accepted. It, it's such a glimpse of humanity. People angrily correcting us. I mean, angrily. And you're completely wrong. I mean, it's like a question of facts, and it's easily looked up. It's, just, it's really an interesting experience. I thank you for grounding me through the mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Freedom-loving quote of the day sent along by Lucas, Marine Corps veteran. Thanks Lucas. Thanks for sending it. It's Thomas Sowell. He says, I really love Sowell's observation on human interactions in society, but I have to admit I, was al- I always thought this quote was just an attempt at levity. The quote is, each new generation born is in effect an invasion of civilization by little barbarians who must be civilized before it is too late. Lucas goes on to say, after witnessing the destruction of America over the last several weeks by a bunch of entitled brats who were never properly taught history, civics, economics, politics, etc., I realized he was dead serious. It's great insight, Lucas, thanks. Moving along to the correspondence proper, Chris writes, Exceptional podcast, gentlemen. Uh, the one more thing for uh, the 24th, which was yesterday, right? Some of them are okay. So which uh <laughs> which which topic matter? One more thing 624 I'm I'll just read it to you. Uh, my stomach muscles are still sore from laughing and probably the Jim boy's tacos I had for dinner. Oh, oh we, geez. We, we we well we covered a lot of ground but tears streaming down my face. Now that's some good podcasting. Mm uh your humor continues to age like fine wine love your show thank you chris mm-hmm. it's very kind of I you i barely have any memory of that you can get all of the podcasts including the one more thing that's never aired generally uh at uh, armstrongandgetty.com
0: you could offer me a thousand dollars say what'd you talk about on the podcast yesterday and it would be a guess
1: it's, i know it's weird how that works <laughs> i remember i dropped some s-bombs yes you did yes <laughs> and i apologize for that but we were ranking your fast food mexican foods Jim Boy's, Taco Bell, and some other one that played or a role. Right. taco. Yes. No,
0: this was the me me talking Minecraft with your kid, I think. Was that it? Oh, don't, Just listen I don't, to the podcast. I we're not going to attempt yeah, to reenact whatever. it. Uh, but it, it comes and it goes. It's like the
1: wind. <laughs> uh, Brett writes, Yesterday you were noodling through how best to capture the Antifa Karens of the world, verbally. They suffer from ideological possession. The implication that they do not ha- do not have their own ideas, rather ideas have them or possess them. They are ideologically possessed. This is a notion I heard Jordan Peterson discuss. Hmm. Uh, I like my crude but apt contribution: "ideolog You know, it's just it's too hard to say, Brett. I was thinking about this, um, and and this is my new Joe Getty uh, combination word. I'm known for that. New listeners of the show, uh, I'm going to start referring to them as idiot intellectuals. <laughs> they are full of, of of education and alleged learning, but they are so grossly lacking in common sense. But that idea that, uh, the idea, say that again? Because uh, I thought that was a really interesting concept. Idea legit idiot. No, 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 the, the, the concept from Jordan Peterson. that. Oh, uh, they don't have ideas. Ideas possess them. The ideas ideas have possess them. them. Yeah. That's really and interesting. They get swept away and lose themselves and their, their ability to think independently. And then this description, uh, Keith from San Francisco sent along from an old timey movie. Uh, a, a guy tells a woman he's an intellectual. She says, Oh, you mean you got brains? His response is, Hmm, yeah, brains without purpose, noise without sound, shape without substance. Whoa. Pretty uh, devastating. More news <laughs> of the day next
0: Armstrong
1: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of the stories about the uh, corona- coronavirus are frightening. I mean, the, the records being set every single day in lots of different places for the number of cases. Although some of the stories don't include the, the you know, the the necessary. Now, is the the rate of infection among case people you test, or hospitalizations, or is it just? We've increased testing and now it's up because that is the case sometimes. Right. So it's hard to figure out which is which. We're looking for the clip, Chris Cuomo. Chris, which, which Cuomo's which? Andrew Cuomo? Who knows? We can tell the does matter. They're both over overly tanned and, and, and numbskulls. But uh, the governor one, uh, he was on CNN during a boot licking, fawning interview, in which he said, "People are saying the c- cases are up because the testing is up. I don't even know what that means mathematically." Uh, wow, well, how could you possibly not comprehend that? But and I'm not some sort of denier saying there's no increase in the vid because I think there is. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it, things are not trending in a super great direction, but I, I don't know, I just maybe I've just accepted it. I understand there's a nasty Chinese bat virus going around. We got to keep our our sick and old from getting it. Meanwhile, it's got to work its way through while we're working on the vaccine. I just, I'm just i not terrified of it. I'm living my life. Well, that's because you hold numbers in your hand that will change people's attitudes. That is part of it, Jack. Part of it. A risk study by Dr. Rajiv Bhatia, Bhatia? Mm-hmm. Sorry, doctor. clinical assistant professor of primary care and population health at Stanford University, and Dr. Jeffrey Klauser, adjunct professor of epidemiology at UCLA, looked at publicly available case incidence data for the week ending at the end of May, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, in the 100 largest U.S. counties. Uh, The thing we're looking for, says Dr. B., is uh, to start a discussion of risk. We're bombarded with data on death and cases. Let's understand risk. The study found that a person in a typical medium to large U.S. county who has a single random person, I'm sorry, random contact with another person, so you're in a room with a person, You have, on average, a one in almost 3,900 chance of being infected. If you practice no social distancing, like mask wearing, hand washing, or six feet, whatever. Um, If you just totally bareback it, as it were, one in about 3,900 chance of getting the vid. Don't say that. If that sounds like a tolerable risk, consider the odds of being hospitalized. The study found that a 50- to 64-year-old person who has a single random contact. Now, this is 50 to 64. This is not young healthies. This is not a 40 year old or, or a 22 year old ball player, for instance. Uh, These are people at least a toe in the grave. That's right. The middle aged person uh, has an average a 1 in 852,000 chance of being hospitalized. Again, that's if you do nothing. Or a 1 in 19 million chance of dying based on the rates as of last week of May. Maybe they're up slightly. 1 but. in 19 million chance of dying if, if I'm not wearing masks and washing my hands like I am. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh, get in the vid. Maybe you don't want the vid at all. Remember, uh, the chances if you do nothing, if you deal with somebody you don't know, is uh, about 1 in 3,900. Um, and, and so, you know... But, the idea we've got to crush the economy because there's a rise in cases again. It's just it's not so. Just be smart. Be reasonably careful. Speaking of the Chinese bad fever, this will lift your spirits, my friends. And I need it. I brought this up very late in the show yesterday, but I love it so much. I couldn't resist bringing it up to you early risers, partly because the folks who listen to the, 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 the end of the show. Oh my God! Oh, they're a little slow. They just got up. and Slow uh, to whoa. rise, just slow in general. You early risers, this is, we we give you our best material. Oh yeah, we can talk faster. We have to talk so slow at the end of the show. Right. And Sean, every time I use a big word, he has to raise his hand and signal Dumb it down, Joe. <laughs> Look at the time. I point at my watch. <laughs> right. Time, right. Time.
0: Full <laughs> little words. Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs> I wanted you early risers to to hear this, though I hesitate to bring it up because I don't want to blow it. There are ridiculous, arbitrary Jackassian laws uh, and regulations, in effect, all over America because of the vid. We all know this, right? Your county health director, your state health director, doing stuff that just an eighth grader could could well, say, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Well, did you see that that thing that I tweeted out yesterday? That was an actual sign. I don't uh, recall. Let me bring that up. I'll, I'll get that. For Hit you. it. It'll take me a second. All right. Do you want me to do sure. this first? Okay. So, uh, in, in Tuolumne County, California which is saw uh, it's it's in the gold rush country it's out in the hills gorgeous beautiful out there fairly rural um with with a, a sprinkling of of small to medium towns but the the county Ptolemy county has has uh, ruled the health director has ruled there can be no jubilees fairs or celebrations this is not a jubilee this is a hootenanny uh, to, well, in order, what, to what defines a jubilee? Here, here, you have, to have a tuba. Here's, <laughs> there's nothing more jubilant than a tuba. <laughs> anyway, so the the jackasses of the county announced, in order to stay in compliance with state and local orders, this year. Uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. The the decision, uh, by the county health department spokesman was that uh, the only exceptions to the rules against mass gatherings are religious services and protests. So, yeah, you've witnessed the hypocrisy of the media. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, Protests uh, in favor of opening the economy are stupid and outrageous. Protests over uh, the cops or whatever, those are perfectly fine. So Tuolumne County said only protests. Well, the Tuolumne County Lumber Jubilee, which kicks off the summer every year, and everybody comes from miles around, the kids play, and everybody has a grand time. Uh, The Tuolumne uh, Lumber Jubilee has officially changed its name to the Tuolumne Lumber Protest. And they will be protesting, I don't know, well, they're lack black, of lumber, they're, Too any trees or too view. Well, they're they're. it would seem they're literally protesting the rule against having jubilees. You know what? You're right. By changing the name to a protest, that is proof that it's a protest. Right. <laughs> Try to get around that one, lawyers. I mean, come yeah. on now. Yeah, Here's that's a, fabulous. Well done, folks. Here's an actual sign. That's some good American uh, ingenuity. It's a cartoon drawing of a person with a mask on. Read the sign, Joe. Okay. Face covering recommended by state law. What is a recommendation by state law? We're recommending you do this, and if you don't, well, we'll we'll recommend it again. I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Recommended by state law. Uh, well, you know what? I uh, That's a very strange way to word it. So there's a state law that says, hey, you ought to recommend this. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the thought. I will consider it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm for more gentle governance than, than uh, you know, ham-handed idiocy. It was funny. I mentioned uh, old uh, old man Cuomo getting interviewed by the bootlickers at CNN, and the one aspect of the interview I got to give the anchor at credit for was that uh, he announced that anybody coming into New York because we had the highest transmission. Now we got the lowest rate in the country, and we're not going to have that hard work go going- to uh go to waste so anybody who comes into New York got to quarantine for 14 days and she said how are you going to enforce that he said well we'll random checks we know who's coming in through the airports and the rest of it she says uh, well random checks where <laughs> how what are you going to well we'll have we'll call people well we'll see if they're quarantining and the rest of it and she said mm, okay and moved on so New York State law recommends you quarantine. Well, we asked, yeah, we asked about this when the whole thing very started. Now it's happening with New York, so it's getting you know media attention because because it's New York. The can states keep people from other states out? Has that ever happened in our nation's history? And how? And how would you do it? And right, state law recommends you stay the hell out. We didn't do this story yesterday. There's some audio on it. We should probably uh, do the details. Vandals tore down two statues outside the Wisconsin state capitol oh, and attacked gosh. a state senator who was yes. trying to protect the uh, statues. Yeah. Quite the story. Well, and I, yeah, and, and the, uh, what the statues were, were ironic and idiotic. I mean, these, these mobs of, of lunatics and radicals. And, oh, man, we got a great email from an old friend of the show about how back in the day in the late 60s that there would be a fairly righteous uh, protest on campus for some pretty reasonable uh, you know, issues, and people would take it over for other issues, and the real hardcore radicals would take it over, and all of a sudden there's tear gas and there's violence, and you who just you know, wanted to be able to, I don't know, uh, you know take a day off uh, uh, school without penalty, and you're protesting that, all of a sudden you're caught up in this Marxism Now protest. And I think we're seeing a lot of that around America. So, yeah, we'll get into the Wisconsin thing and that email, which is terrific and all sorts of and things. And Senator Tim Scott giving a um, uh, an impassioned speech on the floor of the Senate yesterday about, well, about a whole bunch of different things. But he was really into this idea that the Democrats shut down the uh, the bill to try to reform policing across this country. Right. Right. And good luck getting fair coverage on that. Uh, both sides have dug in their heels. Well, Tim Scott's going to address that argument for you. We're going to play that, uh, and probably a uh, you know about fifteen twenty minutes for you if you can hang around. If not, grab the podcast again. ArmstrongandGetty.com. There's an update in Noosegate. We ought to get into Noosegate. That's the. It wasn't a noose. All right. How's it Noosegate if it wasn't a noose? Well, the, why don't you call it Beavergate? Well, it was not clearly not a beaver. It was a loop of rope. Loop of rope gate that and other stuff. Our text line by the way is 415295KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> According to a new poll, the most popular choice among college students to be former Vice President Biden's running mate is Senator Elizabeth Warren. What does she have that I don't have? Yelled Amy Klobuchar, who did not expect so many answers. Wait, wait, wait! One at a time. One at a time. <laughs> that is mean-spirited. The Veep Stakes. We'll be dedicating an entire hour to that later in the show. Oh, I'm leaving. <clears throat> this is a major turn. What happened in Madison, Wisconsin? Happened yesterday. I saw the headline meant to get to it, didn't? Yeah, I was aware of the broad outlines of it, and I uh, apologize to our Wisconsinite listeners for this, uh, but I did not drill down nearly deeply enough. This is a major twist in the violence, the rioting, the looting, the burning, the stupidity, the indefensible activities, the utterly moronic ideology of some of the people uh, looting and burning. This is a moment where it's becoming starkly clear that there are people who want better policing and justice, and then there are people with twisted minds, sickened at their universities, the rest of it, who fancy themselves Marxist revolutionaries. The Democratic, liberal governor of Wisconsin activated the national guard on wednesday to protect state property after a night of violence that included the toppling of two statues and the brutal attack of a democrat state senator also a, a molotov cocktail thrown into a government building attempt to break into the capitol tuesday night only th- to be repelled by pepper spray from police stationed inside how does this not get more attention because it doesn't fit the narrative Mm. So, so clearly. Here's what happened. A man happened to be a black man, but that helps the narrative, is marching around a restaurant shouting at customers through a megaphone and wielding a baseball bat. The cops come and arrest him. Well, obviously, that's racism. That's police brutality. And we can't have it. So several hundred protesters, can you imagine you're in a restaurant and a guy with a megaphone is brandishing a ball bat at you and yelling about how he's going to disrupt it and and, uh, talking about God and the rest of it? Thank God they arrested him. So anyway, this crowd gathers, starts burning and smashing and pulling down uh, monuments, including, do I have this guy's name in front of me? Including a monument... Of a Civil War hero, he was an immigrant, and he was an abolitionist hero. Guy spent his life fighting slavery, and they tore down the statue, and then beat almost to death a Democratic state senator who uh, had the uh, the gall to videotape some of the damage being done. He was using his phone. He was, you know, he was he was uh, recording it, and State Senator Tim Car- Carpenter was beaten into unconsciousness he tweeted when he, he finally was treated punched kicked in the head neck ribs innocent people are going to get killed i have a, maybe a concussion my left uh, vision uh, vision in my left eye is blurry etc well this should be a uh, a turning point or high water mark or whatever you want to call it but i haven't seen any coverage of this anywhere so it's uh <clears throat> hasn't made much of a dent in the media. The Civil War hero and I, I want to say his name because they're dra- they dragged down and 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 threw in a lake his statue. Civil War Colonel Hans Christian Hegg, an anti-slavery activist and leader of an anti-slave catcher militia in Wisconsin, who fought for the Union and died from injuries suffered during the Battle of Chickamauga. That's it. That's it. Stand up against these people. Don't be cowered into silence. This is insanity. What if I'm going to be beaten almost to death for videotaping the uh, the statue? Well, don't do that then. But I'm talking to the, the folks who think, well, I've, I've heard it's about racism. I'm against racism. I guess I'm with these people. No, you're not. You're not. The other statue taken down represents Wisconsin's motto, Forward, which was first installed 125 years ago. Um... Just it's so ugly. Well the the mom insane in, and stupid. The mom in Washington DC announced on Tuesday that they were coming tonight to take down a statue of Abraham Lincoln that exists in a park called Lincoln Park in Washington DC. I don't know that statue, but um uh, so I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Is that happen. Russian trolls or are the so called protesters that crazed? With ideology. That's a good dang question right there. Uh, when you can't tell the difference, that's an issue, right? And then, uh, so a bunch of merchants are, are really unhappy uh, in, in in Wisconsin, as are oh, there's a big lawsuit going on in Seattle. A bunch of residents and business people in Chaz are suing the city for not uh, conducting their fiscal duties or their you know their governmental duties in protecting and governing that part of Seattle. And these people have endured serious financial and physical hardships. So they're suing the city. I love that. Um, So the Bubba Wallace news story, there are pictures out. There have been more of the hanging things from the door that have been fashioned into nooses if you want to call it that. Uh, well, they're <clears throat> loops so you can close the garage door and pull it down. But Bubba Wallace says he's been in racing his whole life. He's never seen anybody tie the, the door thing like that. I don't know. I don't he know. was randomly assigned that bay. The one next door has this, had the same loop. It's just, he he's embarrassed. In fact, in a later interview, it might have been late last night, he admitted, look, better to be, oh, do we have that?
0: Yeah, obviously I was relieved knowing that uh, I wasn't targeted at anything. My family was safe, so that's uh, super important. I thank the FBI and NASCAR for uh, taking swift action uh, into into something that definitely resembled something that could be a hate crime. Um, But at the end of the day, it's it's all clear now, and and knowing that they they did their intense research and the information that I was given from the start of it to the end was was cut and clear, and, and now it's over. So yeah, okay. he what deal. I'm talking
1: about is he said it's better to be a little embarrassed than uh, than, you know, let oh. this sort of thing go. Um, And it's fine. I, I just read last night that he's he never saw it. Somebody just showed him a picture of it.
0: Yeah, it was. The initial report was a NASCAR. Somebody who worked for NASCAR found the thing and did the. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this is another. There's talking past happening here. Right there. He wasn't targeted, which is what the FBI found. And that's great news. Right. But there's also this thing looks noose-like hanging around, and it might be an indicator that there's um, not a lot of black people walking around. Did somebody say, hey, you know what that looks like? Is there another way that we can tie these, these well, things? If I, 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 the,
1: uh, although if we're at the point that you can't tie a loop in a garage pole so that it's easier to grab, uh, people are freaked out. They've lost their ability to be rational. We have to change the way we make knots. Yeah,
0: that's that is crazy talk. If Sorry. somebody showed me a picture of that loop and said, "What does this look like?" I'm not going to say a handle. That looks, you know, I get it that it's not technically a noose, but it. Well, okay. I, so, so what? What
1: are you going to do? Not tie loops and garage ropes? No, I don't know if something needs to be done. Okay. But... <laughs> no, I can see how you. Yeah, if you only saw the picture out of context, then yeah. you would. If you had seen. Oh yeah, I'm not. Wait, bu- well, what's that? It's well, a it's, noose. That was my point exactly. I'm not blaming Bubba. He he was led to believe it was a noose. Turns out he's not. He says, "Okay, cool. Everybody's fine." Then it should be over. Armstrong and Getty.